What it do, what it do, what it do. It is the Wizards Junkies podcast on the Sports Pulse Podcast Network. I'm your host, Brooks. With me, as always, is my lovely guest host, Marcel. Marcel, say what's up to the people, man. What's going on out there? Yes, sir. It is a Friday morning. We have got the time to to digest that uh, second Wizards preseason game. Um Marcel, man, what are your thoughts? Uh, first initial thought is uh, same old, same old. Um, the first two games obviously uh, looked very similar. Slow start, getting down by a large margin, and then trying to claw your way back in the second half. Um, they still don't play defense. Um Man, I was excited for the Scott Brooks Russell Westbrook reunion, and I know we haven't actually seen it yet, but um, I'm pretty much at at my wit's end with Scott Brooks, man. Um, he <laughs> does he does not inspire this team to play with any defensive effort whatsoever, um, and it's it's clear at this point. Yeah, I agree, um, and that was the main thing that we keep on. We keep on harping on, uh, you know, just as this podcast um, and just like media in general, people are always saying, oh, this team, is, this team might be able to get it together defensively. And, you know, we don't have necessarily have a, a defensive stopper, but, you know, there's pe- there's people in place that can actually invest themselves in the defense and this, that, and the third. And it just never seems to, to click. I mean... It happened that it's, it's, it happens year in and year out, you know. And for the first preseason game, we were actually doing able to do a lot better defensively against the Nets. And then for whatever reason, it just like completely cratered out against the Pistons, and I don't even know why. I mean, I can't even tell you who's like their biggest threat on that team, other than like Blake Griffin, Derrick Rose is on there. That was my old favorite player, old favorite player, but. Yeah, there's just no reason why the Wizards just can't pick it up. And I don't know if it's because of, like, that old Larry Bird role of head coaches start to lose their effect after four seasons or not. But I don't know. What's a weird thing to me, too? Yeah, man. I mean, you said it perfectly. Uh, there, There's no reason why. <laughs> that, instead of uh, D.C. above all, should be the, the mantra for this season. There is no reason why. And then you fill in the <laughs> after that. Like, what what's going on? They don't even look like a professional team on a defensive end. Um, it, it, it's just, it's mind-boggling, man. Um, I really have no words. I, I, <laughs> I really have no words. I, I'd be interested to know who uh, who Shepard would, would pick as his coach because, obviously, he didn't hire Scott Brooks. Um, I'd also be interested in how... Westbrook and 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 Bill would what they would have to say about Scott Brooks potentially being fired or or hopefully it's it's a firing instead of him finishing out this year if um if if the season's not looking good um but knowing Ted man you know he's gonna he's probably gonna ride this year out call it a developmental year again um through through Tommy I guess and and See you next year one more time. Um, I, 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 it's mind-boggling, man. <laughs> we we had on paper we look like a, a decent team, a very young team 
scrappy, um, this, that, and the other, with with some veterans sprinkled in there, uh, the right kind of veterans at that. Um, but just haven't haven't been able to put it pull it together, man. Yeah, and, and I, I like what you mentioned there, signing the right kind of veterans because. I mean, having a guy like Itch Smith around, who's been who's been around a block quite a few times, and um, who else? I don't even know. I mean, that's that's the main guy that comes to mind. I mean, you need to have guys that can actually hit shots and do that consistently. Because if there's one thing that this Wizards team isn't able to do, if a Bill isn't in, or or Davis Bertans, or um, or a Russell Westbrook is, is, they can't score. Like, and we saw that last night. I mean, albeit it was a really bad night for everybody shooting, we, I mean, I mean, even in the bubble, it was hard for people to score for as long stretches without scoring. I mean, we're not going to be the Warriors and be able to outscore everybody and call it great defense. You know what I mean? So, yeah, some, something needs to be changed. I mean, it may, it's only the preseason, so maybe we're overreacting. Said it pre-show, haven't even got Bertans back on the court, haven't even got Russell Westbrook back on the court, and maybe that helps change things. Yeah. But yeah, these first two preseason games, it's not looking great. It's looking like the same old, same old. Um, I don't know, but I I don't want it to all be negative. I will say this. I like the way Thomas Bryant and Bradley Bill played. Um, I like that Thomas Bryant is actually really embracing like that shot-blocking role. And Bradley Bill, he looked comfortable out there. Um, you could definitely see the frustration on his face, though, last night. And basically everybody not being able to hit shots and then always getting getting scored on. I think that's a sign of good things. It's just a matter of actually being able to stop guys from scoring and being able to, like, translate that onto the other side of the floor. Yeah. You bring some good points, man. And you say you don't want all this to be negative. I got one more negative thing, man. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe two more, actually. Um, why hasn't Russell Westbrook been on the floor? Why hasn't Davis Bertans been on the floor? Why are they getting superstar treatment? I, I get, I get that Bertans hasn't been back for too long, but it's just preseason basketball, like. Go out there and get your feet wet. I don't understand why Westbrook hasn't been on the floor. I don't understand why Bradley Beal only got, what, 15 minutes last night or whatever it was. I don't get it. Why are you acting like we're coming off a championship run? I, I don't get that. Get these boys on the court. You got you have a new system you need to implement or, or, your, or your old system that needs to be run better, whatever. Whatever it is, whatever your game plan is. Your two biggest people, your two biggest stars have not played together. Your, your best... Uh, your your best three point shooter in Bertans, um, whether he's coming off the bench or whether he's going to be a starter, Bertans probably doesn't even know, but he needs to get on the floor. You got to see what your team looks like. So so game one against Philly, um, when we uh when we open up, it's it's going to be it's going to be completely new to everybody. Instead of having these three warm up games, that's that's exactly what preseason is for. It's to work out all the kinks. Um, it's to get your team ready. Um, if you're going to play them 15 minutes, whatever, that's, that, that, that's fine. That's better than not playing them. I don't understand this coach. I don't understand his philosophy. Um, 
I've said this for years regarding Scott Brooks. Like him as a as a as a as a person. Seems like a very nice guy, very friendly, always forthcoming with info. Um, likes to talk to the media. He's definitely not like Greg Popovich or anything. Um, but dude, I don't I don't know, man. Like he's not the coach for this team. That that's that's clear. That's very clear. My second thing is, um, we need to trade Troy Brown and Mo, Mo Wagner. Um, they they need to go um, before the, they their value gets any lower. Mo Wagner uh, just keeps getting lost on defense. Um, yeah, down on down in the post area, um, you, you move the ball three or four times, and all of a sudden Wagner's lost. And then Troy Brown <sighs> again, like man like, knows. Huh? He's like the odd man out. Yeah. And like you said, this is preseason, so I'm trying not to overreact, but you're seeing a lot of the same stuff, or you're seeing exactly the same stuff. Troy Brown, dude, did you even work on your game? Like, while you were off, you look like the same player. And a player who is, you know, we thought could be uh, eventually a starter and is apparently still in the running for the starting three spot, which will tell you everything you need to know about this team. Um, to, to, he's, he's definitely a role player, um, and probably not a very good one at that. Um, so those are my two things, man. You throw in, I, I don't agree about, about Troy Brown needing to be traded, but I do say Mo and Isak Bonga need to go because they, they both, Isak Bonga, he just seems like he's just out there. To play like I feel like he, he's not as as engaged as he should be, or he just looks like I don't know. He just looks intimidated, and I don't think he deserves. I I feel like he can play for the go go and be okay or something like that. It it just doesn't seem like a good fit for him on the court. It just doesn't seem like it's a natural thing. Um, maybe he's overthinking. I don't know, but it just it just doesn't seem like a good thing for him to be out there on the court playing heavy minutes. Um, and other than like being able to rebound the ball, I guess, and having like a long wingspan, I don't think he really adds much to the court, to the game, or to the team, because he can barely shoot, and the dude is is soft. He's soft. Like I, I, I just don't see it. I don't know why they picked him up or anything. Um, but I do agree with Mo about Mo. Like it does seem like he does get lost really easily. Um, and this is what his third year in the league. Like, at that point, you're becoming who you like. I think before, I think I, I would say around like the third or fourth year in your league, in the league, we all figure out who you are and what you're about. And it seems like that might be the thing for him. Like, he just doesn't get it right now for whatever reason. But I have a little bit more faith in Troy Brown than you do. I think. I mean, what I from what I saw, like him actually being able to get some garbage time buckets and being able to have a good uh, scoring spurt, I thought it was a good sign for him. Um, it just sucks because he's going to be behind Denny and he's probably going to be behind DB. So, yeah, he, he probably will get traded sooner rather than later, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, I just I don't think I don't think Troy Brown is needed here. Um, I mean, he kind of has like this, 
I hesitate to call him a point forward. I mean, that's kind of what he is. I mean, maybe he's maybe he's more considered a two guard or a combo guard. Um, but I really don't think I think we have enough depth there that he just becomes like like I, we don't need him to be handling the ball for the second unit. I, I don't think so. Um, I'd much rather get Cassius Winston in there and do a traditional second unit with with a traditional point guard um, because you got. You know, you got Bertans potentially coming off the bench and, you know. I just think th- I just think that works better. Um, I, you know, I think he's trade bait. Uh, at least he should be. Um, like you said, I think this is his third year in the league. Um, you know, I, I think I compared him to Evan Turner in the past. I don't even think he's that good. I don't think that I don't think Evan Turner is the ceiling. If it was, I'd be very happy. Evan yeah. Turner, the player. Um, but I don't think I don't think Evan Turner is, is his ceiling, man. Um, with with Wagner, man, I used to I was a fan of him. I don't know if you remember. I think it was last season. It was last season. Um, before all this COVID stuff, it must have been earlier in the season. We were playing Minnesota, and Wagner went off against Cat. Um, I want to say, dude had like fifteen and fifteen. I I think, uh, I think we ended up losing that game. But to see that and to see him go off against, you know, arguably a top three center in the league, um. It, it 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 told me that like okay this dude has some potential but ever since then I think he got hurt after that um, and then maybe he um, he just hasn't been right since he's come back um, but I don't know man you know it's like like a, with a lot of people on this roster every once in a while they give you that that game where it's like whoa where did that come from okay you're a lot better than I thought you were but then then it's back to reality for you know a long duration of time um but again you know my original point the roster itself is a problem but it's not the problem we don't got the right coach yeah i think that's what it really boils down to is getting some getting the right veterans like you mentioned and then yeah we both we've both been saying get about scott brooks that scott brooks needs to go and you know he knows he has some bad job security and he knows that this is this is the make it or break it league, make it or break it year, excuse me. So yeah, something good needs to happen, man, because you go from a really good situation in OKC, it would even go in the finals to the finals. I think in I think in his first year in the league. I mean superstar in the beginning. Now his star has faded like really, really, really down low. Um I mean, I wish nothing but the best for the guy, but yeah, need need to figure something out. Need to get the guys more fired up. Um, maybe empower Russell Westbrook more and and Bradley Bill to take over the team. I don't know. I don't know how to fix it other than to get rid of the guy. But we're gonna have to see what happens. Marcel, man, all we've been talking about is negative stuff. Do you have anything positive to say about these two games? Anything positive to say about these two games? Um, I think the the obvious thing is uh, Denny's first game uh, where he scored 15 points. Um, what an amazing first showing. Um, he obviously didn't have the same outcome last night. Um, but, it, I mean, that's obviously okay. We're not looking for him to, to do that every night. Um, a lot of people are screaming for him to start. Um, I don't think he's there yet. But 
<laughs> I don't know who you start. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know who you start if it's not him. Um, I, I, there are some positives, man. Um, it may it may not necessarily be the kind of positive you're looking for, but <laughs> one positive I have is that I think that we have plenty of trade bait. Um, I think I heard P.J. Tucker's name floating around. Um, the Rockets are obviously still making moves or still talking about it. I would love for somebody like P.J. Tucker would come in here and instantly our defense would get better. It might take us from like 30th to like 17th or something like that. I mean, and that to me is a big jump. Um, I He's obviously not a center. He's probably more of a four, maybe even run him at the three. I, I don't know. I didn't watch too much of him last year. So I know, you know, if you run him at a three, he's he's got to be he's got to be able to keep up on a defensive end with the Kawhis and LeBrons, you know, people of that nature. I don't necessarily know if he's a three. I don't know if he's our starting three, but wherever we could plug him in, he would definitely be an upgrade. Um, we have plenty of pieces, I think, that could be trade bait. There, I'm sure there's plenty of teams out there that are looking to get younger, get really uh, cheap contracts, some players that they can possibly develop. Um, so maybe <laughs> those are my two things, Denny, and that we have trade bait to make some more moves. <laughs> hey, that's that's fair. And I mean, you bring up the fact we we can switch it up to we're gonna I'm gonna switch it up. Um, you bring up the fact that PJ Tucker is bait now for uh the Rockets to maybe get get rid of. I also thought the fact that um there were rumors about Ben Simmons being able to get traded for James Harden. I think that was a for one. I think that's a really interesting sign. And I think if you're gonna give up either one of Joel Embiid or Ben Simmons for James Harden, I will get rid of Ben Simmons just because Ben Simmons is the guy that, like, he plays a similar role that James Harden does of being, like, a lead guard, but then he just isn't as big of a threat offensively. So I think if you give up one for the other, I think it really balances itself out. Ben Simmons is the better defender, but James Harden is just so good offensively that it basically cancels itself out, I would say, and he's a good post defender too. So, yeah, I would give up Ben Simmons. I'm not that big of a fan of Ben Simmons either way, but if I had to give up one of them, like I said, I'll give it. I'll get rid of Ben Simmons. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think that's a dumb move on Houston's part, though. Um, you're gonna you just traded for John Wall, who's not a good shooter, and then you're gonna put Ben Simmons in there. Um, y'all better be like all world defense. Y'all better hold people to like 47 points a game or something. <laughs> to make it work because um, you're not going to be scoring um, or you're going to have to figure out where your scoring is coming from. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll say they'll score, but they're not going to be great outside threats or, you know, even anything beyond like the free throw line. It's just going to be all in the paint. Um, a drastic change from what Houston is known for um, the past few years. Um, but Daryl Morey just came out last night and said they are not trading um Ben Simmons he's a part of their future which is the same thing Shepard said about John Wall but um we'll see what happens man I I would prefer to not have James Harden in the east not what not what we're trying to build a, a perennial playoff contender um I mean but we'll see what happens I mean he obviously he's on his way out um where there's smoke there's fire I feel kind of bad for Wall um, because I think I feel like he went there initially thinking he's getting ready to play with James. Um, 
But at the same time, I don't because I think you trade you trade James, and then John becomes the face of the franchise. Unless you unless you get back somebody like Ben Simmons. I mean, I think he would have to share the spotlight at that point. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, man. And he's it, a boogie there too. Yeah, true that. True that. Yep. And he's always well, wanted to play with Boogie, so it's a good thing. I mean, we've been you, you and you already know we've been calling for the Wizards to call or to sign Demarcus uh, Cousins off season after off season, and never happened. Now it happens somewhere else, and John Wall is gone. That everything in the world is not right when it comes to that. <laughs> you know what's funny, man? I watched their first preseason game together, and it was like the second or third possession, and and. Wall was was driving. He he um he got a double. He got double teamed, or he he drew Boogie's defender away from him, and he he dished the Boogie for the three, and Boogie knocked it down. I'm like, bro, that was that whole scenario was supposed to happen here, and I'm sitting here watching this on on the Houston Rockets. It it made me tear up a little bit, <laughs> um, because it looked like they had been playing together for years, <laughs> um. But yeah, it it I'm still I'm still I actually follow the Houston Rockets now because I just I, I it's hard for me to let John go, so I'm I'm checking in every now and then to see what people are saying and how he's looking and what's what kind of stats he's putting up. But um, yeah, man, it, it it not until um we see Brody hit the court with with Brad, am I really gonna get over this trade? And hopefully he comes back for that third preseason preseason game, man, because. I mean, it's a new team, new. I mean, not necessarily a new system because he played for Scott Brooks before, but new team, new teammates. Um, Got to figure out things when you're actually playing, and you know, playing basketball that matters. Because I don't want to just experiment with everything the first game of the season against the Seventy Sixers. Like, I want a little bit of a sample size, um, and I get the fact because what Scott Brooks has been saying he wants to save him for. You know the regular season, save his legs, blah blah blah, this that and the third. But hey, man, you you gotta give us some confidence here. You gotta make us believe that uh this will be a good thing because you have Bertans out, you have Russell Westbrook out. Russell Westbrook is our biggest acquisition, maybe in franchise history, as a former MVP and former Mr. Triple Double. So give us a little bit of something, Scott Brooks, please, please, please. Right. Right. Other than that, oh, go ahead and say what you're gonna say. No, man, I was just agreeing with you, man. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in lockstep with you, man. We need something. Right. So let's move on to this, man. Who else during this preseason game stuff has been really impressing you? For me, I'm been really happy to see Steph, Steph Curry go back to like that 2015-2016 season where he's basically just dominating the ball, being able to do whatever he wants to do, getting back into his bag, really. Um, last night he had 30 points against the Kings. I mean, it's the Kings, of course. But, you know, he looked really, you know, he looked pretty good out there. and looked like he was having fun. Um, I mean, he's going to be the guy on that team again. He's going to have to put up 2015-2016 numbers in order for that team to be a playoff contender. But I think it's a good sign of things to come. For the Warriors, for him to be playing like that. Yeah, man, I'm I'm 100 with you, man. I if I had to pick one person, it's Steph. Uh, Steph came in looking like he's in midseason form, like he hasn't missed any time off. 
which I did not expect. I, I definitely think I definitely initially thought that um, it wasn't going to be the same Steph, but um, probably not going to hit 400 three pointers this year. But he's definitely going to make an impact, and you know, with with everybody that um, they have, you know, they're missing Clay obviously, but they have everybody else. Um, they added Kelly Oubre, which will help him on the defensive end and spot up threes and stuff like that. Um, they definitely should make the playoffs, um, and maybe they have a run in them uh, with Steph. Um, honorable mention, man. I would say that uh, I, I've been uh, liking Lamelo Ball. Um, he had a good game last night, apparently, um, and you know he's he's really known for like his flashy passes and stuff like that. And um, he looks really good. and He looks comfortable. I, I wasn't really sure if his game was really going to translate to the league. Um, and again, it's just preseason, but. He looks pretty comfortable and like he's he's gonna make some sort of impact for uh, Charlotte. Yeah, definitely. Sh- well, two things, two things about uh, Lamelo Ball. Ball. For one, shout out to the Ball family for sure because Lavar Ball was right. I mean, he had all three all three of his sons play in the league. The the middle brother Leangelo only had a cup of coffee, really. But I mean, the guy, all three of them were in the league. He was right. He was gonna get all three of them in. Um, and it's just amazing, like how much he really manifested that because we all thought he was crazy. We, we we don't have to lie about that, but the dude was right. I mean, you don't see that ever, and I think him and the holidays are the only two families that have had that many people in the league. I think they probably don't they have three? Who? The Tenacupos. Yeah, the Antenna Kubos too. And then, yeah, so the Antenna Kubos, Holidays, and the Ball Brothers. I mean, yeah. Angelo isn't in the league anymore. Maybe he'll get back. But I think that's pretty cool. Um, the Grant Brothers are probably up next. Or they're probably like the, the most other NBA family just because they got Jerry and, and um, what's the other dude's name? Jeremy, I think, in the yeah. league. So. Yeah, it's a cool thing to see all these NBA families out there. Uh, you got the Clays, I mean the Clays, the Currys with with Steph and Steph. Steph and Seth. I think it's pretty interesting. Um, my second point is to say that these guys that have had some overseas experience have been really impressive. Not just Lamelo Ball, who played in Australia, but then you have uh, Killian Hayes, who. He definitely had his good moments against the Wizards last night. Um, Denny, obviously, for the Wizards, having 15 points. Um, I think it's getting into that point where players should definitely consider playing overseas just as much as they do playing in college um, or even in the G League. I mean, I think the G League elite team that they had got spanked really bad by some by whoever they played against. I didn't get to see the whole thing, but I know they got spanked. Um, yeah, definitely something to consider because they play some really good basketball over there. Definitely develop you. You see the really high high mark with Luka, and you never know what could happen with any, any of these other guys. I think LaMelo yeah. Ball is going to be my Roy, my rookie of the year. But we're going to have to see what happens this year, man, because LaMelo is coming into a really good situation. Um, maybe Anthony from uh from the Minnesota Minnesota Timberwolves can get in there too, but it's definitely gonna be an interesting draw to see this rookie class play some basketball. 
Yeah, I agree, man. I'm loving the international flavor uh, this this year. Um, you know, the league is is definitely known for its 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 players. You know, for, for having good players, not just from this country. And I know a lot of them are from from the country, and they just opted to play overseas. But like you said, getting giving them that overseas experience um, is definitely definitely a bonus. Um, so I think that the uh, the am the amateur the amateur basketball um, and like overseas professional basketball is definitely going to get really competitive. Um, it's going to be a really competitive path to get to the NBA um, because I think that we may kind of be on the cusp of NCAA opting to pay its players um, soon, um, which at that point, you know, uh, players who really uh, – love the aspect of being a student and getting a degree as well as playing for D one and getting all, you know, all that, getting all those spotlights on you. Um, that to me is a win-win. Um, I mean, it allows you to pretty much kind of still be a kid and not have to grow up and be a man and go overseas and stuff like that for, you know, it's, it's definitely going to appeal to the masses. I think if they do that. Uh, but for now, yeah, I like the euros. Um, I, I even like the, uh, speaking of uh, LeVar Ball, before it before it fell on his face, um, the JBA, um, I was loving that um, as a, another option for for you know high schoolers or whatever to skip going to the going to college if all they were focused on was playing basketball and making it to the league eventually. Uh, but yeah, that 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 entire market is going to get very competitive over the next, I would think, few years. Yeah, I agree, man. I just definitely have these uh these young guns, these guys like Lamelo, and I mean you can go back to uh, uh dang, what's his name, Brandon Jennings and Emmanuel Moutier, and you know of course R.J. Hamptons and the Lamelo balls for being able to help inspire people to you know go a different route than college because yeah, college basketball is cool, you know you get to be on college campus, get to enjoy college life and all that. Get to enjoy playing on TV, national TV with like a Duke or UNC, Michigan State, whatever it may be. But yeah, if you if you if the goal is to become a bas- professional basketball player, definitely consider playing for that G League elite team. Definitely consider playing in Australia, China. Uh, I don't even know where else. Um, Israel, Israel, Turkey. yeah. Spain, Spain has a really good league over there too. You know. Wherever you can get some good experience, some good, some some good development, definitely consider it because college you got to deal with not only playing basketball, but then you got to deal with playing with with dealing with classes. Um, if you go to UNC, no disrespect to the UNC, but sometimes you you take those paper classes, um, they allow that to happen. No disrespect to UNC, I like UNC, I like uh, you know, Roy Williams over there, but you know. You know how they do. They know they keep behind these candles. That's a different subject for a different time. But um, yeah, it's definitely something to consider. Sure, for sure. But you have anything else to say, man? Before uh, before we get out of here and watch some more preseason basketball. Nah, man. Um, I appreciate the vent session. <laughs> um, you know, coming to coming back down to reality a little bit. I, you know, it. It is a little too early to draw such big, uh, 
you know, kind of issues with the team that we're seeing so far. Uh, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt uh, that they will get it together and that, you know, when they play the Sixers on opening night, um, that they'll actually look like a professional team on both ends of the court. Um, and, and that Scott Brooks will actually play Russell Westbrook and he's not resting him for the, for the season as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, as usual, I'm looking forward to seeing the Wiz get back on a court, um, and, you know, getting, taking all the good from last year and, and letting it manifest to this season. For sure, and, and me too. I, I'm gonna echo those statements. Um, I just want to see Bertans, Russ, and Bradley build together. Um, that's not a very inspiring big three or anything like that. But want to see the full team at full health. Definitely want to see how Russell Westbrook's impact will help this team um, play a whole lot better or play a whole lot worse. I don't think it can get any worse than what it is right now, but. Yeah, man, we're going to have to see what happens. Um, yeah. I wish nothing but the best for, for these guys. Uh, nothing but the best health, health-wise as well. Uh, just with everything going on. Um, and, hey, thank you guys for listening, especially if you got to the end. Uh, this has been the Wizards Junkies podcast with Brooks and Marcel. Once again, thank you for listening. We are out. Bang! <laughs>